Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Got another boardroom chat. So exciting. It's exciting. Bless God. So I hope you can call a friend, tell them to watch it. They'll be blessed by it. And I want to talk about something, you know, and I, I just got this message in my mind about oh, 45 seconds ago. <laughs> I'm serious. And I want you to go to me to Genesis chapter 1. Okay. If you go with me to Genesis chapter 1, I love, my, my most favorite book of the Bible in the Old Testament is Genesis. Mm -hmm. And my favorite book in the Bible for the New Testament is Ephesians. I just like it. That's a great book. But I like all of them in between, too, and, and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's hard but to I pick just, a favorite. It's very, very hard. But Genesis is amazing because it just tells me what I look like. Oh, it does. It tells me who I am. <laughs> and I'm going to show you why. Jesse Duplantis love himself. <laughs> And I'm going to show you why right now. That's not arrogance. That's cockiness. I'm going to read it directly from the word of God. Okay. Genesis chapter 1, okay. verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Them. I look like God. <laughs> I smell like God. I talk like God. Yes. I'm everything God says I am. Mm -hmm. All that he has is in me. He's put his name in me. He's put his name in you if you're born again. Yes. And he created male and female, created he them, not him, them, yeah. not him, them. So don't give me all this stuff that a man's more powerful than a woman and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, I know all, all that stuff that goes on about that stuff. But you see, when God created his original thing, and so Kathy looks like God. I look like God. That's right. That's a wonderful thing. Right, because Jesus said that God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and, and in, in truth. truth. So we spirits. So we're spirit beings, first of all. Amen. In fact, I think there's one commentary that talked about when God breathed into Adam and Eve. When he breathed right. into Adam, mankind, he says, he breathed into him the breath of lives. Alive, so not just life. Lives. So I mean, that Adam now contained the, uh, uh, the ability to create and the way God did. And in his nostrils, not in his mouth. His mouth it would have been CPR, trying to get him to breathe. Right. But it's in his nostrils. So, even so when everybody he, in this building was in that breath. That's right. That's what I was just going to say. Every person that has been born in the earth since Adam came because of that breath of lives, oh, that creative Lord. power of God that was in, in, in deposited within mankind at Praise that God. moment. And blessing. you know, I think it's so powerful when you think about that. That's how God created us. He wanted us to walk the way that he walked. In fact, when it talks about Abraham, we know that how Abraham followed God. He learned from God. He was a friend of God. And he followed God and he he took steps of faith. Amen. One of those steps was he, he says he saw God who calls those things that be not as though they were. Amen. And that's what God did. He, saw, he, called, he called creation into being Amen. by the words that he spoke. And Praise Adam God. followed, excuse me, uh, Abraham followed that same example and spoke like God wanted him to speak, called himself the father of Every time they said his name, because God right. changed his name, oh, yeah. it was, his father name was nations. Father of Many Nations, even though at that moment he had no children. Amen. In fact, God told, called him blessed, and he told God, how can you call me blessed when I don't have any kids to pass all this blessing on to? He just was frustrated. Right. But God had a plan. Well, let me show you something. God didn't create a baby. He created a man and a woman. That's right. Now, so when he created, he didn't say, look at the pretty man. <laughs> Look at the pretty woman. No, he said, now that I have created you in my image and in my likeness, I'm going to give you your destiny. Wow. And I'm going to give you your destination. And it's in the next verse of Genesis 1, Exodus 27, verse 28. Well, let's read verse 27 again. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. Yes. Blessed means empowered to prosper. Right. So you that don't believe in prosperity, the first thing God did to his creation was bless them. And how did he bless? He blessed it by saying and Amen. declaring, calling Amen. those things that be not as other were. So watch, he gave Speaking. him a destiny and a destination. Mm -hmm. Verse 28, God blessed them and God said unto them, this is what everybody should do in life. Mm -hmm. This has never changed since creation. Be fruitful, number one. I love that. Always producing. Multiply. Always increasing. Replenish. In other words, use what God has given you and then refill it. 
Right. Then he gave us a hint that Satan would be around. Right. Subdue. Or if anything gets out of line, <laughs> put it down. That is your destiny and destination as a human being, as a Christian that loves the Lord Jesus Christ. In every area, you are ahead of Satan all the time. If you're fruitful, you're multiplying, you're replenishing, and you're subduing. So you see, people say you got to go through all this stuff. God's original creation and original destiny for you and your destination is this. is to live here on earth like they did in the Garden of Eden. Actually, it went, Jesus took it to a higher level. He said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done where? On earth. As it is where? In heaven. Ah, so he said, not only should you be living like you're in the Garden of Eden, right. blessed in the city, in the field, going in, going out, but like you're living physically right now yeah. in heaven. Yeah, you know, Jesse, I think that is Ooh, that's so, good. That's good. It's so liberating. You know, so many people in the earth today don't have a clue about what God wants for their life. Amen. What, are, what does God expect of them? Or even, is God real? Well, you've heard me say, if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. That's so true. So many people are like that, you know? Right. So when you see that happening, and God starts talking to you about Abraham, Abraham was so big that God made paradise his bosom. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's why you married so me. So big. God. That's why I got revelation. Praise the Lord. I'm not bragging because I'm created in his image. See, and when you go to heaven, you've got the city. Heaven's a planet. You've got to understand that. It's like what we have here. You've got the New Jerusalem, the city. All right? See? Then you got paradise. People thought paradise was destroyed. That was Abraham's bosom. That's where Jesus went and preached and set the captive free. Right. Abraham was so big in faith, like you were just talking about there mm -hmm. before I rudely interrupted you, <laughs> that he made his bosom paradise. Wow. Good God. Can you see that? So when you understand, you're in his image mm -hmm. and his likeness. Now watch that. What does that mean? Well, you ought to like what God likes. Uh, you know hate, why we don't hate. like sin? Because God hate don't what like God it. Hates. And hate what God hates. The word tells us to Because, do see, see, you just got to like what he likes. What does God like? Okay, now I'm going to get somebody a little mad. What does God like? In the natural? Let's talk about physical things. What does God like? Well, we know he likes gold because mm -hmm. he's got the streets paved with gold. You know he likes diamond. Shout, ladies, I'm setting you free here. Beryl. Jasper. He built a whole wall called the Jasper Wall. Mm-hmm. Diamond, barrel, jasper, ruby. He likes precious stones. So you that don't believe in jewelry, that's a sin. Uh-oh, what you going to do when you get to heaven? Because that place is full of it. Yeah. That's what he likes. And you made in his likeness. Not only in the spirit realm. Right, right. But also in, for lack of a better way to say it, in the physical realm. Right. And that's why he says, because I am fruitful, you can be fruitful. Which means you can be a producer. Always producer. Yeah, and then you can multiply. Yeah, but everything's going wrong. That has nothing to do with what they do it. It has to do with what you're willing to believe, which means you multiply. That's why he said when you sow seed, believe some 30, right. some 60, some 140. That's multiplying. See? Then he said replenish. In other words, use everything that God has ever given you. Yeah. In other words, we built a house. You use, we use every room in that house. Yes. Now, we're not in one room all the time. We're in some rooms more than others. Yeah. But we use every one of them. Right. We've got a lot of sitting spots. We've got a lot of sitting spots. <laughs> so we got these new rockers in the front of the house. Oh, Lord. We just, I just felt like a, our house needed those rockers. You know, she did, you know what she did last? I heard her go, Jesse, I just got home. I just got home from, where was I? I was in Leveland, Texas, my Lord, and, and, which is out by Lubbock. She said, Jesse, and I come walking. I said, what? She said, I'm going in the front to sit on the new rocker. Do you know how many chairs we got now? But <laughs> <laughs> that could have been inside. But the weather was so beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So out we went to sit in the white rockers. Yeah. And I thought, now this is what old people do. <laughs> you know, they get in the front and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and We weren't there So for I very left long. her there and I went back inside. Praise <laughs> God. Hallelujah. Watch it. Be fruitful. Oh, that's what, which means always producing. Multiply. Always increasing. Why so many people? 
Well, let me ask you a question. Why do you think people are so much against increasing? Well, I think it, it really is in that verse, and I was just thinking about that, how those are the things God told us to do. He says multiply, increase, uh, fruit, be fruitful, multi mm -hmm. and multiply, and replenish the earth. And then that next one that people forget to do, and I think that's the, the root of every problem, and he says, and subdue. Right. So the enemy comes to try to steal kill and destroy and if we don't take authority over him he will steal our fruitfulness he'll steal our multiplication our increase all these things that god really intends for Let us me ask you another question why subdue the next word dominion. Why, oh yeah because he gave us dominion Ooh, it's a yes. gift of god yes in other words you can't subdue something you can't you can't have dominion or domain unless you subdue it you own it and that's the reason Satan hates mankind so much. He wants to rule over God's creation. But God right. created mankind on a higher level, gave us power and authority and dominion in the earth to take Amen. authority over him. God's ultimate plan is to bring everything back to that beautiful well, Garden of Eden thing. Like we're going to see that in heaven one day. Well, that's what the crucifixion was for. It really was about subduing him. When he rose from the dead, right. it subdued everything. Yeah. And then watch, he gave that power and that authority to us, which means we have dominion by using the name of Jesus. Jesus, that's right. You, know, you see that as, how that's it, connected it together? It is so powerful. And the, the, the thing about it is, is a lot of people give the devil too much credit. That's right. You remember you had a sermon years ago, and, and people in Cajun land understand is the devil is a couillon. We had to reinterpret that to mean an idiot. Is the devil's in there, which is he's an idiot. Yes, the devil's but Cajun an idiot. Cajun go couillon. <laughs> I said, you know how many couillon, how many yawns does it take to make a couillon? Ten yawns to make a couillon. But <laughs> the know? point, yeah, and I love Now it. you Cajun people are just roaring up a oh, storm yeah, right now. Cool. They love that. I love that. Everybody that's going, what What's a cuyon? <laughs> the devil's a cuyon. That's yeah. the definition when of it you right understand. there. But the point was is that, you know, he tries to intimidate people and make him think that he has more power than them, but it's the opposite is so true. That's right. In fact, if the, a good illustration of that is when Jesus went to the cross, the enemy made spoke really to the crowd to tell him, crucify him, crucify him. And they, they did that. They crucified right. him. But later on, after he rose from the dead, the, the, the word tells us that the devil said, had we known, we would never have crucified the Lord of glory. That's right. Had they known. Which means it, the devil don't know stuff. He don't know a lot of stuff. And if you shut your mouth, he won't know. <laughs> and I don't mean that to sound rude or critical. A lot of times the devil don't know how to attack you, but you tell him. You got to watch what you say. Take no thought. Saying. Saying. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how you that. take thoughts. Say it. Now watch that. So that's what we're talking about today. So this is a blessing. This is your destiny and destiny. Don't tell me, oh, you know, I was raised from a poor family, you know, and I, I, and I can't get out of this. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're lying to yourself. You're deceiving yourself. Mm -hmm. When God says, and it don't make any difference who you are, what nation you live in, what color, nationality, creed. God is dealing with the human race, mankind. Your destiny is to be fruitful. Right. Your destiny is to multiply. Your destiny is to replenish. Use it, my God. That's right. And then right. to subdue. Once you do those four things, dominion takes over. And he tells you what you have dominion over in verse 28. He says, and have dominion over the fish of the sea. So you ought to catch fish when you go fishing. <laughs> over the fowl of the air, my God, if you're a duck hunter, you ought to get some ducks. Glory to God. Over, <laughs> and watch this. Over ever Every living thing that moveth upon the earth or that creepeth upon the earth. Mm -hmm. You even got dominion over creeps. <laughs> Think about that. All kind of crazy stuff. See, do you see? Now, that's what makes people mad at me. They think it's arrogance. They, they think it's confidence. Let me tell you what it is. And they say that about me. No, it's assurance. I think we heard yesterday from somebody that said they liked what we taught, but they thought you were too flamboyant. Yeah, we didn't saying, even know what I the love word flamboyant. What he said, we have flamboyant. to look it up. I said, said, what do you mean flamboyant? It's not a bad thing at all. Well, I, you, you, <laughs> people think you're flamboyant if you brag on what God has done for you. Or you give honor and glory to God for what is done. Because so many people tend to hide it or make excuses. Well, if you have a pretty wife, don't you brag on it? Or do you say, you ever seen this ugly thing I went to that I married? You know, you, you ain't going to live very long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. In other words, it's not flamboyancy. It's just the truth. Mm -hmm. You see? Because you're walking in those four things. And, on the, and after you do the four things, then the dominion over everything you see, smell, taste, touch, the five cents is yours. Psalms 115 verse 16 says, The heavens, even the heavens of the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. Yes. Think about that. So you should be doing that here. 
You, not when you get there. See, the church is always trying to put your faith into the future. And it can handle the future, but it was not made for the future. It was made for the now. Yeah, you know, every time we do these boardroom chats and we touch on so many different things, you know, over the 45 years of preaching that you've right. been preaching, this is our 43rd year of full-time ministry. Amen. Um, thinks, I think about all these wonderful messages that God has given you over the years that you've preached, and we have the majority of those messages are on Total JDM or the JDM yeah. app that people can watch. For free. And for free. And people and get, tell them why it's free. It's free because of our partners that help us to, to get this out to the world. And it's transforming lives. And it's so wonderful to hear testimonies from people. Don't interrupt. I, I, I so many interrupt. people I interrupt testimonies it's, from people. Yeah, it's so important. There, we could have still sold it to you and people would have bought it. Well, at, at but one, wait, 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 in the beginning me, it was like yes, a subscription base. Yeah, but here's the problem. You see, we're not just trying to accumulate money. I think a lot of people think that. The minute our partners start giving us over and above, which they did, we thought, look at what can we do for people? What can we do? So you and you came up to me about it. I think I don't know if you and George all got together. I don't know how y'all did it. Said, why don't we make Total JDM free? And I said, great. Why? Why? Because of our partners. Mm -hmm. See, so we wasn't just trying to accumulate so we can buy a bigger car or a bigger house. You see what I'm saying? I, that's why I interrupted you because a lot of people think they just accumulating stuff. And all kind of, they got they got so many lies about me on the. Uh, what do you call it, the internet and all that kind of stuff, that I have a, a Rolls-Royce Phantom, I have a Ma Aston Martin, I have a, a Bentley. I, I have, where are they? <laughs> I don't even know what a Bentley really looks like, but I got, I finally found out, I, I, went, I got to ride in one from a good friend of mine that happened to have one. No, it, I have no problem with that, but they, you see, they just say all this stuff. I don't really care what they say. Right. And if I did have a, uh, what do you call it, a Bentley or Ashton Martin? I think that's what James Bond drives or something like that. Uh, or Rolls Royce. I wouldn't make no excuse for that. I wouldn't make no excuse for that whatsoever at all. I don't, but you know what? I made up my mind. If I wanted to get that, I can. Why? Because I have dominion over Rolls Royce. <laughs> I have dominion over Bentley. I have dominion over Ashton Martin. If that's what I want, I just happen to not want it. But evidently, the devil wants to give it to me because he's telling people that I got well, it. You see what I'm saying? It, they made it as a put down. I guess so. You're I not don't supposed know. to desire things. And, you know, things shouldn't have you. But Tell that them doesn't what my mean... favorite vehicle is. Well, I don't know. You don't know? What's parked in the same garage? Oh, <laughs> that you currently have. Because, yes. you know, Jesse was a car guy. I mean, every time you turn around, he was get, trading that car in on another car, another car. It's like, I can't, couldn't keep up. Right now, he's got this, and you've had it since 2012, I remember. Yes. How long is that? 2012. That's nine years. Okay. It is a truck. A black truck. And I just like it. And it only has two seats. Why don't you get a double cab? Because I just want me in the truck. <laughs> I just well, I'll me. remember that next time you ask me to ride well, with you. Well, you ride with me, though. I said, you, I got one seat for you. That's it. No, you said you only wanted you. Well, that's why I bought a two-seater. You understand what I'm saying? She's trying to, uh, trying to let, mess, let, mess with me. him. I'm messing I have with to him. use the stretch. I got to subdue this woman. No, <laughs> right? you don't. See, that's what I want to bring out. Our, our dominion's not over other people. Oh. It's over our own lives. Then how come you always tell me that it's your house and um, your this? I gotta Isn't that dominion? No, it's not. It's Do you ownership. need to repent before the people? <laughs> That's, let me get back to the other subject where I was talking oh, about. You see how when she I just was, cut that off real quick? When I was talking about how many messages... Or when we do our boardroom chats, and so many people are writing in, and tell, please let us know where you're writing from and how these chats Amen. are transforming your life and helping you. I'm going to read a few in a moment. But every time we do these, I think of different sermons they, that like spark off in my mind, and just the title of them comes up, but there's a wealth of content in that. Like We're just talking about a lot of things, and I told you about a few before, but one that I was just thinking about was taking ownership. Taking ownership. Ownership. And a lot of people, when they heard that message, it transformed them, because we That's need to a take powerful ownership of what what belongs to us. You ought to order that. Or go watch it on, I bet it's on Total on the, JDM. On a JDM. I'm telling you, if you watch it on Total GD, JDM, you'll order the thing. I'm telling you. Because, see, do you find out what's, what, what you own? If you don't know what you own, somebody can have your stuff. You see, and a lot of people don't seem to understand that. You know, a lot of people own houses, but they don't take care of it. Right. You know, you, you drive down a street and you see a house that 
they don't take care of the yard and the outside, or maybe they've let it go bad. It's not that, and sometimes- that yard is trash, inside that house is trash. Right, and then I look you at, sometimes when I drive by a house, it <laughs> used to look beautiful, and I thought of this the other day. I drive by this neighborhood, and I see a house that was always immaculate on the outside, and or uh, and things were going on. It don't on. have to be big, neither. But I look at it, and all of a sudden, I drive by, and it's not looking good, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe that person's sick. Maybe something happened and they couldn't get outside and take care of their home the way they used to. And that's really, it, it reminds me how important it is that if we're not taking we, care of our spirits and right. things are not going right with God, it can affect all other parts of our lives. Well, 99% of the time, if that house is not like it was, that person, something went wrong. somebody sold it or they passed, or they away. passed away. And maybe the one who we, took we, care of the we, house. Remember there was a yeah. house that used to have beautiful Christmas decorations and all the time it was, oh, we, we would God. look forward to going by that oh, street at every, Christmas time every year and bring see Meredith. all the decorations and all of a sudden one we drove Christmas. down this one Christmas and we found out why is that that was, was so stark. odd because they really had like Nothing. this one acre piece of property and everything was spectacular I mean it was uh, breathtaking to drive by and see all it the was. Christmas lights and all of a sudden we saw it wasn't there and we realized we said what's going on with that something must be wrong with that house something happened the well we found out away. later that the, the sun of the man who did all of that, his son passed away, and he didn't have the heart anymore to do all of that. Yeah, it, it really hurt us because he was grieving. He was grieving over yeah. that, yeah. and it affected his everything we saw on the outside. So I just, I just think that's a parallel. If we see something going on on the outside of people's lives, there's something on the inside that's a spiritual issue that people need to deal with. And when well, we take care of that part, it changes everything. But on you the have inside. the power to take dominion over what's trying to hurt you. Jesus gave you that over everything and all your life. Yeah, even in the midst of when devastation hits and problems arise, you know, the enemy's plan is to keep you down forever. But right. The Word of God even says, when I fall, I'm going to arise. Yeah. You, you, the fact that you fell or the fact that there was a problem or an attack is not, is not what we need to stay focused on. We need that's to, Old Testament too, Micah 7. That's Micah chapter 7. Yeah, but regardless of whenever we're attacked, yeah. Jesus has a plan for us to get up and get dominion again, well, to be fruitful again, to multiply again, to replenish again, Amen, and take them, because God has a great plan. He always has a plan for our recovery. Even when the enemy oh, comes man. to hurt, God has a plan to bring us up I and just, lift us out. Of the highest time. Satan can get is under your feet. That's true. The highest Satan can ever get is under your, he's under your feet. That's right. See what I'm trying to say? Or like the Italians, and I love the Italian people, he's a stone in my shoe. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? I mean, get that thing out of there. Yes. Do you know it was a, it was an it was an example in the that day in that time when they said the devil's under your foot. It was a it was a, a method or what do you call it a practice for them to draw the enemy their enemy on the bottom of their sandal. And walk on. And they wouldn't just they wouldn't just draw that enemy a symbol of what reminded them of the enemy. They would draw that enemy with his hands bound and his feet bound. And every step they would take would remind them that the enemy their enemy was defeated. And that took authority. Praise it was God. just a little uh, a practical thing that Amen. they did that helped to remind them that they were an overcomer. And God gives us examples like that in his word to remind us that we are overcomers through him. So some of you may have just joined the boardroom chat. If you did, we're dealing with your destiny and destination that God declared at the very beginning of the human race. Yeah. To be fruitful, always producing, multiply, always increasing, replenish, use everything God gives you, and then refill it, and then subdue. And then when you do those four things, then the dominion of all that comes to you. Now, I, I want to get into this part right here and see what you think about that. Um, I've had a lot of people criticize me because we're blessed people. They don't know how we started out. And there's no use to tell them how we started. We didn't have nothing. But we were, we were planters of seed. We would right. sow seed. And if right. you keep reading, verse 20, he said, I give you every herb-bearing seed. Now, all this stuff, he said, now watch this. People say, why has he never had a financial deficit? Why does he seem like he's always happy? Why is this? I'm going to show you why. Go with me to Psalms chapter 1, the book of Psalms. Psalms, Proverbs. Psalms about the middle of the Bible. That'll help you. On just about all Bibles, the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 1. Now, I'm going to show you something. I take the word of God literally because the word of God is so true. It is our constitution and it does not need to be amended because it's a perfect document. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Psalms chapter 1 verse 1 says, blessed is the man, that means empowered to prosper, is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I need to do a whole boardroom chat just on this passage here. And maybe we can do it next week if the, if the Lord says so. 
uh, nor stand in the way of sinners. You know how many Christian people stand in the way of sinners, stop them from getting saved? Hmm. Nor sit in the seat of scornful. You know how many people always criticize somebody because they're so full of scorn? But his delight is in the law of the Lord or in the word of God. And in his word doth he meditate day and night. Now watch this. He shall be like a tree, not a plant. A tree planted by the rivers of water, wherever there's water, there's life. Mm-hmm. That bringeth forth his fruit, there's that producing. Mm-hmm. Now here's what I want to get to in the season. Here. His leaf also shall not wither. Mm-hmm. And whatsoever he doeth. Whatsoever. That's a bit. That's three words in one word. Whatsoever. Shall prosper. Why are people that are born again, love the Lord, have withered leaves Hmm. that are not prospering? Because they're not understanding the destiny of Genesis 1, verse 27 and 20. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish subdue and then take dominion right that see and then i see a lot of people well we tried brother trying don't ever get nothing done if you're going to try to make it happen it won't happen yeah you have to be the therefore doers of the word not triers of the word right and i've learned this and it's really helpful this is a great statement not because i said it but the lord spoke it to me don't let time defeat you i know we all want it yesterday we like things quick but having done all the stand, be not weary in well-doing. Mm-hmm. For in due season you reap or you faint not. You know, having done all the stand, stand therefore. If you can't figure that out, then say therefore stand. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Everything has this all linked together for you to live this life. Now, let me just say this. You're not going to have any of these problems you got here. That don't exist in heaven. Yeah. None. None. Zero. And it never will. All these problems are going to be thrown in the pit with Satan. Mm. Not only will he have hell in hell, he's going to have all the planets hell too going in there. Mm. I mean, everything. And I want to tell you something, buddy. For eternity, people are going to beat him because mm. he's the one that, he has, ooh. Well, I, I can't imagine, and I got a pretty good imagination, that suffering, and he deserves every bit of it. Because yeah. what he sowed, he reaped yeah. and will reap. You see what I'm saying? So when I go back to this, he says, his leaves shall not wither. People say, well, I don't understand why that Jessica Plants is so blessed. <laughs> it's not me. It's just taking on my destiny and destination that right. the Lord said I could have. Right. You know the plan of God, like from Genesis chapter 1, we sure. just read. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to multiply. Yeah. He wants you to re- replenish and increase right. and, and have dominion. And, right. And subdue. Right. And then that, that was the first gift was dominion. The second gift was seed. Right. And when we sow seed, it, 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 it activates heaven in our uh, lives and we see an increase. I, he you, opens up the windows of heaven, <laughs> the word tells us. I have to tell you something. I, I was talking about you yesterday when I was preaching. Okay. Watch this. Kathy said, how come? <laughs> you, like if I have a motorcycle, why can when you buy the thing, why are you going to put something else on it? I mean, it's brand new. It looks nice. You always got to buy something else. Or if I'm in the plane, why do you got to do this? Why do you got to do that? Now, there was a very well-dressed lady in the front pew just looking at me like that, you know. And all the women, now, I could see the women going, yeah, I'll tell you what that you know. And I said, I said, I would like to tell Kathy, why can't you just be satisfied with one Louis Vuitton purse? Just one. And you know what the lady said? That ain't fair. <laughs> I said, what do you mean it ain't fair? In other words, a woman can have as many Louis Vuitton purses. But if I want to put an extra eagle on my motorcycle or something on my plane, why can't I do that? Mm-hmm. Why can't I? And let me tell you why. Because man's not taking dominion. <laughs> the woman has subdued the man. See what I'm saying? And that's so, it's good to be in a marriage. Like, wait, but you see, if you really think about it, why can't you have it all? Now, you see, you're not hearing that from preachers. Why can't you have it all? I teach that to all my spiritual sons and daughters, that I will never tell you you can't do something. And I can name them. And, and I tell you what, they are very positive people. And that's not positive thinking. That's, that's scriptural thinking. And God said, you can do all things through him. There's so much that can be done. See, and your leaves are not with us. So I'm not expecting to lose. 
Does that make any well, sense to not, anybody? It's not the plan of God that no, you do lose. Let me read this trend, this verse three in the Passion Translation. Uh, on what, what verse? Uh, Psalms uh, in, one, okay. verse three. Verse three. You, Watch this. Go ahead. Babe. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, it says they will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> bearing that's good. fruit in every season of their lives. So it's okay every to rock. Every season. It's okay to rock on the rocket chair in front of your house. <laughs> When we're over 60. Yes. It's okay. Well, we're way over 60. Yeah. Well, it's, it's only middle-aged if you're thinking about how we That's live right, to 120. Yeah. So we're, we're cool. We're yeah, good with yeah, that. Yeah, we're cool. Okay. We're so cool. It's, <laughs> we're just cool. Then it says, they are never dry, never fainting, and ever blessed, ever prosperous. It says never fainting? Never fainting. Ooh, they like are that. never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Now... That's How can you not believe in that? Why do you think poverty is so wonderful? That's totally, poverty is totally, completely against what God just said. And yet people think it's, oh, it's so wonderful. It's not. It's a curse. Because you don't, and I got to go back to Genesis 1, because you don't understand your destiny mm -hmm. and destiny. Can you pull up Genesis 1, verse 27 and 28 and read that in the Passion Translation. They don't have that in the Passion Translation. Passion Translation is only the New Testament and the Psalms and Proverbs oh, I right didn't know now. That. Okay. Well, but I you, have other translations. Uh, how about I can the Amplified? Can you do I the Amplified? I can do that in the Amplified. Or the Message, whatever, do whatever you got. Or the Message, which whichever one, you one you like best. Well, now I watch think, this. I think See, the I, Message. And, and while she's looking for that, I understand this because I never learned it. I have a new book called I Never Learned to Doubt. I don't know nothing about doubt. When you tell me where well, you can't have that, I just, I, I don't laugh at you, but I go, no, but the Lord said I could. Now, I'm not calling you a liar. I just know what is mine. I know what domain I, I possess. Right. A king knows his domain. Which, yeah, he and, does and too. A, and the Bible made us kings and priests in this life. You should know your domain. You should know every part That's of your That's correct. Not just belongs, believe it, but, but know it. belongs to you. Yeah. That you're responsible for. If right. you're responsible for your family or your business, Amen. you should be aware of all the details of that. All right. Which verse did you want to read? I want to read Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. 27. Okay. okay, and then verse 28. I'd rather read, start with 26 if you okay, don't mind. Okay, you can. It's so good. See, she just took dominion over me. She subdued me <laughs> well, right here on the Well, I saw something in 26 okay. that really that's clarified. Okay. Thank yes, you. I'm okay. It's okay. Go ahead. It's okay. Anyway, it says, and 26 <laughs> in the Message Bible right. of Genesis chapter 1 says, God spoke, let us make human beings in our image. Instead of man, it says human beings. Good. Make them reflecting our nature so they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself, and every animal that moves upon on the face of the earth. Verse 27, God created hum, human beings. He created them godlike. Ooh, come A lot on. of people can't handle that, but that's what that's he did. That's what it is. It says reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female. God blessed them. Listen to this first word. Prosper, produce, fill earth, take charge. <laughs> Be responsible for the fish in the sea the, and birds in the air, for every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. Isn't that wonderful? That's more than wonderful. I'm going to stop right there. Okay, that's ownership, you see. That's complete ownership. Yeah. That's why when I, I, I go back to sound, my leaf shall not wither. Right. My leaf shall not wither. Don't get mad at me for saying that. I didn't say it. Mm -hmm. God said it. All I did was repeat it. And I will repeat it all the days of my life. You, see, you understand what I'm saying? So in other words, oh, let's get on this here. man. I can flow this in the Holy Ghost right now. Man. I mean, it's, it's so strong. Man. Let's say you've been attacked with a disease. I don't deny that. I believe in doctors and hospitals and I believe in medicines. But I'm going to say what God says, even though I don't feel like what he says. Hmm. By his stripes, I am here. Well, you, but you, but you, you sick. I'm not dealing with sick. I'm dealing with, by his stripes, I am here. I'm dealing with am healed. Right. You've heard me say this, man. I'm not dealing with your, I'm dealing with am healed. If you look right. at your answer like you're looking at your problem, you're going to change that. We had a little incident just before we came upon the uh, boardroom chat. Really? Yes. Do I had, know about it? Yes, you do. Okay. We had a girl named Chrissy who Satan attacked last week. With a little COVID stuff. She That's got her it. private business. I don't she care. I'm you saying it. I'm her, her boss. She, she was laughing and she loved what I did. And her boss throwed her in the corner because he's worried about she might, if I get close to somebody. 
<laughs> I know it, George. But anyway. But He's just trying to be wise. I'm giving him a hard Leave time. George right alone. I'm leaving George. George is a good man. Now watch it. And I, I saw, I said, and I said, Chris, what are you doing? Way over there. I never seen him. I said, come here. And, and, and so I just went and hugged him. You're not afraid to curse him. Well, no. First, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And now George is sitting you next need, to Chrissy. You didn't, need, you didn't need a hazmat suit? <laughs> I didn't need no hazmat or nothing. <laughs> now, yeah, do you see what I'm saying? No. I just saw something on television that blew my ears. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, but, now what was people, your point? People I'm are trying mad. to find your point. Everybody's trying to get the mask off. I just, I just oh. saw that before we came. And now they, they, they got kickback from the CDC, said, you're, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, you can go somewhere. You can go outside. inside. And now some people are mad at the CDC. Uh, let me tell you this famous statement that all these politicians says, follow the science. Now you don't want to follow the science because you like control. Hmm. See, that's the problem with that. Okay, let's go back to this. His leaf shall not wither. So I don't expect to lose. No. Oh, I'm going to get real strong. Some of you are going to get mad. I will not lose. Why? Because my destiny is to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and my destination is dominion. That's good. In every area of it, see? Mm -hmm. And whatever I touch prospers. I don't lose money. Hmm. When you are partnered with my ministry, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart that you do, we invest your finance and we get returned. We, there's not a day go by. I prayed for you today, and I know Kathy did too, for every partner. There's not a day go by that we don't pray for our partners. Amen. And I said also anyone else that I said I would pray for, I do it. I call it done. I call it in. I call those leaders. three things. We pray our, for leaders. our leaders every day. Even the ones I don't like. Especially the ones we do. Especially the ones I don't like. I pray <laughs> every help. day for the president, mm -hmm. the vice president, the Congress, and the courts. Because that's our government. And the leaders, our local leaders yeah, as well. Yes, that's all. And uh, that's, that's local, uh, state, uh, f local, state, and federal. Mm -hmm. All of them. And I, I pray for this, that the United States will return to its Judeo-Christian ethic. Mm -hmm. I pray this, that Lord get rid of the unrighteous, because when the righteous are in authority, the nation prospers. Right, right. Now, I'm not saying killing them and all that kind of stuff. What I'm saying was, you shouldn't be in a position... Because if you are being driven by that power, when you ought to be superior to it. Mm -hmm. If God has placed you in that position, you ought to have mercy, grace, temperance, the fruits of the Spirit. Right, good. That's See, true. all those things so you can govern correctly in every area. Now, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, you know, those are parties. I understand all that stuff. But I don't care who you are. You should... Think about people out there. And then you people, you shouldn't be thinking about, well, I'm just letting the government make my living. No. You don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> you understand? In other words, get up and do something. God created you to be a creator. Do you understand? He created you to create, not to be just let somebody work for you and you draw a check. See, God don't, listen, if you own government assistance, I want you to get off of it. I want you to have more than enough that you can help the government instead of the government assisting you. That's what God is saying here. That's a good goal to have. Yes, mm -hmm. that your leaf will not wither and whatever you do will prosper. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are lazy. They don't want to do that. They don't want to go to work. Yeah. I can't get over this. So many people were screaming in Holland six, eight months ago because, you know, nobody could go to work. They shut down everything. Now that the, what they call the stimulus package came and all this different thing, the, uh, this is what people are telling me. I'm talking about when I go to a restaurant, they can't only find workers. The managers are telling They don't want to work. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The stimulus package is only going to last so long, and then that's it. That's it. And, then you, and if you did not do right when you're going to go for a job, you know, they're going to remember what you did. You see what I'm saying? So go to work. Be fruitful. In other words, my God, thank God you got the health that you can mm. go to work. And that's just such a blessing of the Lord. And you know, God is still working right now, even as I speak. The, uh, the universe is expanding faster than the speed of light. That's 186,000 miles a second. That's 5.2 wow. trillion miles in a year's time. That's moving, buddy. And, he, and he's fast, faster than the speed of light. Right. So when we get to heaven, we're not going to be laying on the ground and angels dropping grapes in our mouth. <laughs> We have eternal work to do. Mm -hmm. So that's why me and Kathy believe in prosperity, why we're blessed, 
because the Bible gave us a destiny and a destination. Then he told us the end result of it, that if we're blessed and don't do these, maybe next week we ought to deal with the first part of the first one, but the, the man that walking not the counsel of the ungodly and different things of that nature. Because if you do all these things, I mean, there are steps to these things. Mm -hmm. The Bible said your leaves shall not wither. And you know what that means? As you get older, you ought to not, <laughs> you ought to better still walk. Amen. You ought to be able to go do what you want to do. Now, I ain't talking about running marathons and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if man was designed to run 26.2 miles. I know he can do it. You Maybe can train yourself. Maybe once in a while if a bear was after you. Yeah, I guess so, you know. <laughs> but, and, uh, but yeah. not just Something, every day. Yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong. I believe in exercise. Don't misunderstand me. But what I'm saying is, I, 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 okay, when it comes time to die, let's talk about that for a minute. I just felt a little Lord to speak about that. Why do you have to be sick? Why do you have to be in pain? Why do you have to hurt? Why do you have to gasp? Why can you say this? Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Or I fought a good fight. I finished my course. Yes. And I kept the faith. Why? The death and life are in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. They that love it, love it, love what? Whatever the tongue is saying shall eat the fruit thereof. So if Jesus tarries and I go by the way of the grave, for lack of a better way to say it, I want to have a good death. Right, right. You know, death's an enemy, so I'm not dealing with him, but I want to say you're not having dominion over me. Father, into your hands. I commit my spirit. Now, Jesus said, go do the work that I do in great Indonesia. You do. Jesus said, no man take my life. Right, he laid it down. I laid it down freely. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can take this from being born all the way to the end of your life. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some people do that. Yeah. But you know what? Their track record of their life was that fruitful, multiplying, replenishing, yeah. subduing, and then dominion. Right. And at the end of their life, there was a smile on their face. And they said, man, it's time for me to get out of here. Because they uh, knew my, where they were going. Oh, man. Life wasn't ending at, because they were dying here on this earth. They were moving, to, moving location, changing locations. That's right. He knew Just that moving they, to they another destination. To I heard this statement once that was so powerful. It said, talking about a man who lived a beautiful life, who loved people and had a great testimony. They, he said, they said, heaven was in him before he was in heaven. I like that. Isn't that beautiful? That's a great and, statement. And so God wants us to live that way on the earth. Well, that's the Father prayer. Exactly. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven or in earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really little, literally, ladies and gentlemen, all over the Bible. So I cannot tell you something. I want you to believe God. Maybe you want a home. Maybe you want a new car. Maybe you'd like to just buy your kid a new car. You don't know how you're going to pay your college tuition for your kid. Set that aside. Hmm. You will more than do that because the Bible said your leaf will not wither. Right. Now, these are the steps that you do. Mm -hmm. You know why I know that? Because I did. I went and buy Jody a new car when she was a teenager when she got out of school. That was a desire of your heart. That was my, more desire for me than it was from her. Right. You couldn't wait till she made 15. Oh, God. I, I was bad at the Louisiana driver's license. 14 and a half, I think you did it. Yeah, I said, my God, man, come on, girl can drive. You know, and all that kind of stuff. You see, and, and the Heavenly Father wants to do that. And that's our theme this year. What shall I do for thee? Yes. Will you please let God do what he wants to do, not just spiritually, how about physically? How, wait, how about financially? How about all three? Hmm. How about have enough money that could take your wife out and eat out once a week if that's what you like doing? Or your children. Maybe, you, you know, I heard Disney World starting to open up again. Maybe you want to take all the kids. What's wrong with that? Well, you know, Disney World is pretty expensive. I, well, I know. I've been there. And uh, I brought Meredith and Kathy and all. So what's wrong with that? Had nothing but fun. That's what they, you know. Do you like that budget? Not really. I'm not a big amusement park person. But if my granddaughter likes it, if my daughter likes it, and if it's my wife likes it, family fine. time. It's, it's good family time. It's important to have family time together. Amen. I remember John Hagee made a beautiful oh, statement that, that we great. loved. He says, "Hey, John." Yeah, <laughs> Diane. He was saying, how, you know, he had a big family. Oh yeah. He said he spent a lot of money 
having his children fall in love with Jesus. That's right. They didn't want the church to be the enemy. So they made sure that they took time yeah. and had family gatherings, family vacations. They didn't always cost as, as much as maybe in other times when they were right. more prosperous, sure. but more able to do it. But they would bring their whole family on a vacation. You know, Kathy, it's I think there's, to spend time there's some people want to go to Disney World. There's some kids can't wait to go to Disney World or Disneyland, whatever, or both. I don't know, you know. We can believe God for that. You can have the finance to do that and enjoy yourself. Let me tell you what I have done all my life. Every time I went on vacation, now I'm going to give you a revelation from Jesse the planet here. <laughs> People save money to go on vacation. Then they try to save money on vacation. You worked all year long. You beat your brains out to go on vacation. Spend it all. Just have enough money to drive into, the, into your garage and say, okay, <laughs> we made it home. But you had wonderful time. See, that's what I call you have wonderful Memories. memories. Amen. Memories. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you might want to do that. Oh, but I live in Nigeria. So there's planes that fly from Nigeria to America. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have that kind of money. God does. Just understand you to produce, yeah, and to multiply, until that to increase. Happens. You know, yeah. yeah. Until, Until that manifestation, you still could spend time doing quality time with your family. And your so family. you see. I spent quality time yesterday with my mother. Yes, you did. And uh, we missed Mother's Day because of whom some issue happened right. on Mother's Day. So, yes, on Sunday, my mom uh, I, I was surprised by a visit from me, you my had daughter. four generations. And granddaughters. We had four generations there just visiting and fellowship. Where was I? You were uh, in Texas. I was in Texas working. Praise the Lord. Watch it. And, and what's, had, what's your point on that? My point is, <laughs> if I'd have been here, I'd have went with you. You would with have. It, you would Even have. if she's not my and mother. you would have had somebody to take the picture. <laughs> That's right. Say. So maybe you want to do that. That's okay. Hmm. That's not greed. How about f fulfilling a dream? Let your little girl see Mickey Mouse <gasps> or whatever, you know, Minnie Mouse or whatever. You know, I don't know. Whatever it is. Anything, and God would be, I'm going to shock some people. God would be pleased that you do something like that. He would. And he would give you that money to do it. But he says you have to understand your destiny. You have to understand your destination. Let me go back to Genesis 1. Be fruitful, always producing, multiply, always increasing. Replenish, use it and reuse it. And then he said subdue. When something tries to stop you, put it down. You can do it. Right. And then the dominion comes. And then that message translation, it just, just it explodes on, in there. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And then you can understand the book of Psalms. You can walk through the pages of Holy Writ, like they say, of Holy Canon, and get to that point of Psalms 1 where it says, my leaf shall not wither. Mm -hmm. And whatsoever I do, I shall prosper. Because you follow God's ways. That's verse yeah. 1. In Psalms okay, let's 1. take it to an extreme. You would call this as extreme. I found a letter of the Lord to say that. Uh, I got a good friend of mine who's believing for a jet. I believe you're going to get it. Why would I be mad that you didn't? I just had one of my spiritual sons buy a jet. I'm glad for him. I just had one of my spiritual sons. I was preaching at his church, and I didn't know he was doing this. They received the offering for my ministry, and he sold a seed for a plane on Wednesday night. Listen to this. The anointing of increase is on me. And sent me a picture on Friday. Someone gave him an airplane. I didn't get mad. God didn't get mad. God bless what you sow. He was believing for a plane. Mm -hmm. now, do you see, I'm using those things as that. And I tell people, when you partner with us, it's not just to get something, but these anointings that's on me and Kathy and on this ministry will come upon you. And you know, when you talk we about will not. You will, it will come upon you. Amen. Amen. If you don't let time defeat you. Right. And when we give this example of an aircraft, a lot of people, that's not even on their radar. Oh, they, no. they don't need it or desire to want it. But it's, it's, a, it's a good parallel or a good example because when Jesus was teaching the principle in Mark chapter 4 about how to have the faith of God, he saw an example where they were standing by on the side and he, there was a mountain, must have been a mountain not nearby. He says, if you had faith, the size of a mustard seed, he said, you would say to this mountain, I believe there was a physical mountain there. That was a parallel to show. Oh, yeah. He says, if you would say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, the Bible says, and believe in your heart that those things which you say right. will come to pass. He says, you shall have whatsoever you say. He was showing this, them by example, this impossible thing. 
to show you that if you just speak to it, that's what faith does. Mm -hmm. Faith speaks. Faith speaks. speaks, talks to, faith talks to those impossible things, and he, they speak life into existence. Well, so That's how God created Adam. That's it, how he did it. But the, the, but the example is that to show us that there's nothing that's impossible. Whatever you're looking at, whatever that dream or that vision or that plan that you have in your heart may seem difficult or impossible. Maybe it's like a mountain. Maybe it's like a jet to some people. But that, God is using these practical examples to show you that mm-hmm. to take the limits off. There's nothing that's impossible when you believe God by faith. When he puts a dream or a desire in your heart, it's because he wants to see it come to pass. He wants you to increase. He wants you to multiply. He wants you to replenish. He wants you to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. He wants you to prosper on everything that you set your hand to do. Amen. Amen. And I mean, she's preaching right there, and that's just, that's just the truth. Yes. See? So I, I hope you enjoyed this boardroom chat today. We didn't read testimonies. I've got I know, to read a few I, I, before I, we close. Before we do that, let me just say this. Many of you call us and ask, how can we get involved in your ministry? Well, number one, thank you for praying for us. Mm-hmm. Number two, thank you for sowing financial seeds. 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. Let me tell you something about me and her. We don't need nothing. Am I bragging? We don't. You, we need nothing. God has been good and great. We are some of the biggest givers you've ever looked at, you've ever seen, and we just enjoy that. If you want to do that, you said that we're uh, we're addicted to giving. We're addicted. To, I to said, I'm addicted to giving, and the God Lord supports my habit. habit. <laughs> that's just that and was my statement he, many years ago. People stole it. Statement. <laughs> Because, you yeah. know, God God will bring seed to the sower. If you have a desire to give, believe, and if you don't Amen. have anything, believe that God will put seed right. into your hand. That's right. He's, the Word tells us that He provides seed to the sower. Amen. And when we sow the seed that He gives yeah. to us, then we open up the windows of heaven. He's able to open up right. the windows of heaven and pour so a blessing I, I want to say how to do that. You can use PayPal. You can go to JDM.org and hit the donate. But if you want to, now let me say it again. If you don't want to, don't. Please don't. You won't hear many preach. Please don't do something you don't want to do because there won't be no fruit to it. Mm-hmm. But I won't tell you something. I'm going to look you straight in the eye right here by looking at that camera. And on the increases on me. And brother, what you sow, you will reap and you will get. I believe that 100% in my life. Right. Now, we've been going 51 minutes and I'm, I know I'm holding people. Can you use a couple of testimonies and then we're going to have to let these people if go? If you let me. Sure. Well, you don't want to just cut me this. off all the time. This, you've been talking you, you, more than this. You're taking meeting. my time right okay, now. Okay, excuse just me. I'm down. sorry. I'm sorry. This is from Shannon. Says, I love the boardroom chats. Thank you. I learned so much from you. And one thing in particular that has stuck with me is your statement about not making a living, but making, making a, a giving. giving. Mm-hmm. I'm agreeing with you for your double. That's a blessing. Amen. We have people writing to us from all over the place. Uh, this says from the Bahamas. Naomi says, good afternoon, brother Jesse and sister Kathy. Greetings from the Bahamas. I enjoy your teachings. Thank you, Lord. Claudia says, I love these awesome and joyful teachers. Isn't that, Isn't that a blessing to God? Well, we hope you enjoy it. We'd love for you to uh, come visit us sometime here, here in Destrahan. That's a suburb of New Orleans, Louisiana. And we thank each and every one of you for listening and watching. We also have something called Faith the Facts, which is just a little five-minute segment that the Lord uh, tells me to do, and we do that. We have the boardroom chats. Naturally, we have Sunday service that we live stream here at Covenant Church. Kathy's the pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox. I'm uh, called broadcast television all over the place. And we're just reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. Hey, and I want to just say one more thing. Even though we may not get a chance to read your comment on the oh, air or, or through our one of our broadcasts in the future, just send them in because our team is watching them many times. And Jesse, I and I, Jesse and I look at them and read it. always encourages us to know that these boardroom chats are a blessing to your life and transforming you and helping you to grow in the things of God. It's so important to build each other up. And we we do this. It takes time and effort for us and our team because we love you and we want to see your life changed. We want you to to grow in the Lord because that's what's really going to make the difference in your life. So thank you once again for giving us your time. And uh, I hope you can tell, share it with other people, tell people about it. Uh, I don't know how you say subscribe, like, and hit the notification. (laughs) bell. I still don't know what that is and I made commercials on that. You know what I'm saying? I can show you this afternoon. Okay, maybe you should. Praise the Lord. Until next time, this is Jess and Kathy saying we love you. Never be a day without prayer. That's right. And remember this, your destiny and your destination. Be fruitful, always producing. That's right. Multiply, always increasing. Replenish, use everything God gives you, then refill it. Then subdue anything that gets in your way. That's right. And then dominion comes to you. Because you have dominion. Spiritually, physically, Financially. Till next time. 
We'll see you. Okay? God bless. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.